0: Money FM 89.3 Best of Your Money Market View on Money FM
1: 89.3 US stocks were mixed overnight amid concerns that shares are becoming overvalued. The S&P 500 fell for the first time in four sessions, dropping a third of a percent. The Dow did even worse, falling two-thirds of a percent. Tech stocks, though, eked out some small gains. Here in Asia, stocks are generally trading lower this morning. Tokyo, Seoul, and Sydney are all in the red. Joining me now for a deeper dive into the markets is Ryan Huang. How are you doing, Ryan? Are you feeling 618 ish? You know, it's a <laughs> mid year shopping festival in China. People usually uh, shop online. What are you thinking of?
0: Yeah, there's a big day. Uh, this is uh, JD.com's founding day, so they came up this festival. So mm. maybe it's a chance for people to buy their Father's Day gifts. And oh, I think we get it it here on in time. time though. <laughs> uh, of course, the big day for JD.com as well. They mm. make their secondary listing debut on the Hang Seng yes. today. And so far, looking at the grey markets, mm-hmm. there is a premium of 5.9% on it. So it yeah. is quite popular. So maybe uh, people are not just buying online, they are buying the JD.com stops today as well.
1: Oh boy, I'll keep an eye on that. Listen, investors seem to be putting on the brakes just a little bit as they try to weigh optimism over reopening economies with concerns about the second wave of a pandemic. There are also concerns about corporate valuations that are creeping into the picture. So from the analysts that you're speaking with, Ryan, which sectors do they think still seem to have the most upside?
0: Yeah, so it has been quite an interesting past few weeks, right? A lot of people going into the markets in the past few months and the first quarter or so because of what's been happening, the much sell-off and then you have the stimulus measures giving people more money to spend and some people have been spending it in the stock markets and that has been chasing a lot of stocks and that has pushed up a lot of um, markets and like you mentioned, some of them are overvalued. So which are the ones that are likely to still have some momentum ahead? And from the people that have been talking to me, a lot of them still like the technology sector. So no surprises because of what's going on with the new normal, the work from home new normal, the reliance on technology. So you are looking at things like e-commerce, the likes of JD.com, uh, Alibaba also will be one to watch today. Um, so that sector is going to be, I think, something to um, watch in the next few quarters. Also looking out for the software providers, the likes of Zoom video. That is something that people have grown to rely on and likely will uh, leverage further uh, when they do have more work-from-home uh, measures still in place. So that is something uh, that is still quite uh, favoured right now, technology stocks.
1: So social distancing stocks and riding on the if not ephemeral theme of work-from-home, basically. Yeah, I have to
0: point out as well. So we saw overnight that the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 dropped. Under one percent, but the Nasdaq Composite is still on a four-day winning streak. It was up by by zero point two percent, driven by tech. even Apple was up at one point, jumping zero point nine percent to hit an all-time record Mm. before giving up some of those gains with the broader market. But it's a reflection of how much technology is really favored right now.
1: All right, what do you think of uh, infrastructure plays?
0: Oh, yes. I have to Mm. also put this in. Medical supplies. Mm -hmm. Top glove is one of the hot names right now back home. And it has been rising since the start of the year. Um, Right now, it's trading at over $5. So that is more than twice where it was from the start of the year.
1: Yeah, based in Malaysia, you know, it's led to four billionaires, new ones being uh, created in Malaysia.
0: Mm, Gloves for, Mm. of course, the uh, obvious reasons. And the supply or rather the demand has spiked up so much Mm -hmm. that if you put an order in today, you need to wait more than a year. So the typical waiting time was 40 days. Now the lead time for an order is 400 days. So that gives a bit of a reflection of the demand supply situation in the medical space.
1: So I'm guessing analysts you're speaking to are, are not betting on Royal Caribbean. <laughs> Cruise lines, airlines not on the table.
0: That is going to be a very long-term play. Yeah. Um, that will need the travel demand to come back. And who knows when Until that a vaccine. Happen a vaccine yeah. or something to manage um, the ongoing um you no know, the treatment so we have maybe some potential ones like um, the Dex. steroid
1: dexamethasone yep well listen trade concerns back in the news the united states top trade negotiator robert lighthizer saying that the wto the world trade organization is now in the trump administration sites in testimony to the u.s congress lighthizer indicated that the u.s is going to continue its combative approach to seeking lower tariffs overseas he also wants to reduce duty-free imports tell us more ryan
0: yeah this is interesting the timing of this comes amid what was a bit of a bomb from John Bolton. So John Bolton is releasing a book and in his book, he also, well, according to him, laid out a couple of uh, things that people did not know. And uh, apparently he is saying President Donald Trump um, was offering or is trying to use China to win the elections, getting them to buy things um, like agricultural goods. And according to Robert Lighthouse, those accusations are untrue. So there's a bit of a back and forth between um, what's being said in Bolton's memoirs and then you have Robert Lighthizer trying to downplay all those accusations. So he, John Bolton, has been accusing Donald Trump of giving personal favours to dictators that he liked. So, of course, you might expect Robert Lighthizer, who is working for Donald Trump, to say that is not true. So this is playing out. Uh, And also, you have to remember... Um, China also facing a couple of um, battles with the likes of Australia and even the EU overnight has come out to say that they are clamping down on foreign subsidies from places like China because they are afraid that these foreign subsidies will make it unfair for European companies to compete. And they are afraid that overseas firms will eat up market share in strategically important sectors and even uh, get important technology so that's something that's playing out not just between US and China but also between the Europe um, European Union and China and China and Australia
1: I mm, also mentioned China and India in Ladakh um, John Bolton's explosive book the former uh, national security advisor the title is The Room Where It Happened excerpts have been leaked to the media I will definitely be reading your excerpts in just a bit let's check in uh, well before we check in on markets I want to ask you a question have you rented a Hertz rental car when you travel? I have a
0: uh, long time ago when I was right. still traveling. So um, it's, it just sounds so well, long ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it seems so innocuous, right? You, you get off the plane, you get into your Hertz car. Well, um, despite facing a line of creditors, Hertz announced plans to raise 500 million US dollars in new shares. Hertz is filing for bankruptcy. Keep that in context, yeah. So it sounds kind of audacious, right? Raising 500 million US dollars in new shares. This is a company in trouble. It turns out security regulators uh, think it's a little audacious as well. What can you tell us, Ryan?
0: Yeah, so this car rental company, like many car rental companies, are under a lot of stress because everyone's staying at home. Who needs a car right now? So they have gone into a huge hole of debt and they are trying to get out of it by raising money. And instead of getting money from investors or getting a loan from the banks, they have decided to get it from the stock market. So what the advantage is for Hertz is you don't have to pay back your shareholders. There isn't the same obligation as getting a loan from a bank. Um, So, the shareholders, common stockholders, are the last in line when a company is liquidated. So, even Hertz has said, these shares may potentially be worthless. And despite that, you still have people lining up to get shares of Hertz. So, they filed for bankruptcy on May the 22nd. And May the 26th, you saw the shares plunge to a record low, 40 cents. Then, in a couple of weeks, it rallied to six million. That's last week. And then this week is around $2. But you can kind of tell people are chasing stocks, even though
1: there isn't a strong fundamental Mm. for
0: these um, things to happen. So that is a big warning sign um, for the stock markets. You have a lot of FOMO investors, Mm -hmm. a lot of newbie investors chasing the stock market. So the big question is who's going to be holding the bag when things are over the party's over right will there be a bubble from this happening
1: well people think the fed's going to rescue them and they can't be wrong either way all right so we're at t-minus one and counting with the circuit breaker easing further phase two begins tomorrow here in singapore which means people can go shopping again so how is the reit sector doing how's it been doing this past couple of days
0: yeah people can go shopping window shopping breathe in the smell of (laughs) goods uh, that have. We've been missing in the past few two past two, past two months, and that is, I I think priced in to some extent when they when it was announced. And if I look at what's happening in Singapore markets this morning, it is pretty much tracking the rest of the region. It's down by zero point six percent. And if you look at Asia across the region, I'm looking at Japan down by zero point five percent, Korea down by zero point two percent, Australia down by zero point nine percent. So pretty much. Investors taking some profit, taking some time to breathe in the air and figure out where to go from here. So profit-taking seems to be the name of the game today. Also tracking the spike in cases in some US states and China. So that's also weighing on their minds. And that is something uh, I think investors should be quite mindful of. Is the markets overvalued right now?
1: All right. Thanks very much, Rein There, Muck View.
0: Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.